The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. And welcome to a brand new episode of Hardly Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Towns, and I'm joined by the beautiful, the talented Christopher Chavez. What's up? Um, I don't take offense to beautiful. Remember the uh, beautiful you Bobby should. was beautiful, beautiful Bobby, and gorgeous. A uh, gorgeous George was gorgeous. Who else was a? Uh, yeah. Uh, was there a, a sexy? Too sexy, right? Stunning Steve at one point. Oh, stunning. Yeah, stunning. Gla- yeah. Was there a glamorous? I feel like there was. There had to have been, right? <laughs> and then you had the model, see, right? It just makes sense. Then you just yeah. had the model, Martel, with the with the uh, the old school perfumey pump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, dude? Well, uh, I'm doing good. Of course, uh, you do not hear the lustrous tones of Matt Johnson, who's not with us today. He is on assignment. Uh, with ESW, I'm going to assume <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, he's actually in the thick of it right now. Um, yeah. he, he's. He's. Uh, we can't really say. Okay. He's. He's an undercover reporter at the moment, so it's going to be interesting yeah. when he comes back. We're not allowed to say anything, but uh, ESW, just know that uh, <laughs> we have ears, <laughs> <laughs> and we will tell all. <laughs> That's right. For ten That's cents right. a minute. Sight. We are. We will feed the psycho sids. That's right, we will, we, and we plan to. So, uh, yeah, speaking of psychosids, dude. Of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of psychosids, man. Um, last week, or la- yeah, last week we discussed the fact that CM Punk was showing up at at Starcast Three, coming up. Yeah, as a uh, guest. Yep. Yeah, he's gonna have a guest. I, I don't know if he's gonna be signing or he's gonna have some sort of panel. He I'm said not he, sure. he did say he was gonna be signing for sure. That's one of the things he's definitely doing is signing oh. and autographs for fans. He said, sweet. Uh, but with the announcement of him being there, right, that exploded like the internet. All wrestlers, every uh, wrestling Which, fans, yeah. you knew it was going to. Oh yeah. Anytime CM Punk is tied to to the word wrestling or the world of wrestling, the place goes crazy because he's just famously said he's done. Like he's never going to return to wrestling or have anything to do with it. And now he has something to do with it, right? He's showing up at Starcast three. Um, and so everybody was like, oh, my God, he's signing with AEW. He's going to show up at All Out. This is going to be like the next John Moxley thing, right? Uh, he came out this past week and said, yeah, no, that's not happening. Uh, according to ESPN.com, uh, CM Punk uh, made headlines last week when he was announced as one of the headliners, uh, marking his biggest appearance within the world of pro wrestling at Starcast uh, since he left WWE in 2014. <clears throat> So he's current. He he still is a current member of the UFC roster. He didn't he didn't um, retire from UFC. So uh, he is a current member of the UFC roster. He's going to host a meet and greet and a stage show at Starcast Three, the pro wrestling fan convention that will run adjacent to All Elite's rest, uh, All Elite Wrestling's All Out show in Chicago. So while Starcast operates independently of AEW. Uh, all three StarCast conventions to this point have run in tandem with a major event tied to either AEW or the Elite uh, pre-AEW independent show. 
Punk insisted over the past five years that his pro wrestling career is over, but questions remained, right? So ESPN caught up with Punk this week, and they talk about it. He discusses AEW. So right away, uh, ESPN jumps in. You're doing StarCast. Why is this timing right for you, right? He says that he wants to do StarCast. I'm not going to read the whole interview. Uh, but basically, he says he wants to do StarCast. He wanted to kind of just go, you know, see how things are going. He likes he likes the, you know, meeting with the people and talking that kind of thing. And he's, he's, he's excited. He's excited to meet with fans. And so immediately, they're like, so what's the deal? Are you, are you, you know, signing with AEW? And he's like, no. He go, they text each other a lot. He said Cody texts him. Um, but he says, you know, when you want to talk business, you don't, you know, text each other. It's not professional. That's not how you do business. So uh, right now there's no plans for him to, and, and he's happy with that. He does, he's, he's, he's not looking to do the traveling and all that stuff. You know what I mean? He likes to, he likes to, he likes his life as it is at the moment. So uh, from his mouth, he says he's not doing it. He's not returning. There's no deal on the table. I know from Cody's mouth on Twitter, somebody asked him during a, a quick Q&A session whether or not he was being signed. Um, and Cody said, you know, not at the, there's no plans for that at the moment, though, uh, you know, Punk is always welcome. The door is always open to him. Yeah, which is a smart response. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, there's that news. He's not going to be um, – showing up well i guess in the wrestling world right anytime you hear something it's like okay it's just kayfabe right yes <laughs> you never really know for sure that's the uh, beauty yeah that's why i love it <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's one of these these art forms where you're, you're there's always this this slight bit of questioning right like yeah. you, you could be 100 percent sure but then go wait a second now you're 99.9 percent sure yeah, my yeah, my gut tells me that he he won't be just from few, uh, past instances where people thought he would be. Yeah, uh, but I would say that if he ever did get back into pro wrestling, I would assume it would be with AEW before WWE. So uh, that kind of leads credence to it. He seems to at least have a sort of a relationship with some of the people there. I mean, he, if he texts in Cody, then he's got some sort of relationship there. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I do know that the fact that this made ESPN, that is nothing but great for AEW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just you know. it's it's huge promotion for them. It help it helps put the yeah. uh, the 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 promotion in people's eyes and ears who may not be following this or even know what's happening with this. Uh, but it's right. a big deal, dude. Like all outs coming, and that's that already is a big deal. When that when those tickets went on sale, it was it was big news that they they sold out within fifteen minutes, right? It's hard to get to get uh, a ticket to this thing. You can still get them on the secondary market, except you're paying a pretty penny. Um, you know that for a fact. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It was uh, very upsetting. Um, <laughs> but there was other big news from AEW this week. They, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, they announced they uh, they have a television format. They have a new... Uh, they told you which night they're going to be pl- coming out now, right? And, and we thought it might be Tuesday nights because they had... They had uh, what do you call it? Um, copyrighted some sort of phrase like Tuesday night fight or Tuesday Dynamite. night something. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. So people thought it was going to be Tuesday, right? So, uh, no, they revealed it's going to be Wednesday nights and it premieres October 2nd. So that's coming soon. Uh, apparently, the other th- stuff that I read, it's going to be two hours and it's going to be live, which is perfect. Yes. I was going to say two yeah. hours is just perfect. I don't know. I might have been happy with just an hour even. Um, because you know what I mean? You don't want to start to get overloaded, uh, the way we feel like with WWE, but it's overloaded two hours. It's two hours of, of new, exciting stuff. Like we're not used to seeing. So, uh, I'm excited yeah. for it, dude. It's only a couple months away. 
Yeah, and they're really doing a, a really smart job of catering to uh, fans. I mean, they even came out and made a statement that we're we're calling our pro wrestlers pro wrestlers. They're not yeah. superstars. They're pro wrestlers because that's what they are. We're not afraid of the word wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, it should not have a negative connotation like WWE seems to think it does. Anymore, right? It's so weird, man. Yeah. Uh, they they do. They yeah, go for superstars it. and entertainers. Um, but this is also the, like the E on every uh, uh, every week. It's going to be live, like you said, and it's going to be in a different city every week. The first night is going to be at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. One of the things I was reading uh, said that they're going to look to book venues that are between 6,000 and 11,000 fans. Um, That's smart. And it's going to be on at 8 p.m. TNT. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, dude. It's going to be awesome. I'm I'm very excited for it too. I think the first, I don't think we can judge the show how it's going to be by the first few episodes though, because the people are just going to be hyped for it. It's how they're doing a month from after that. Yep, where we'll be able to tell are they still going to be selling out shows and stuff? Right, uh, it's going to be still be tuning in. It's definitely going to be interesting too to see what are they giving us. Right? Or what yeah. kind of stories are we going to have? What kind? What kind of uh, production quality in in the creative is is going to be present? Because so far we're getting pay per view events. There's not enough time to tell stories. You have to go to their YouTube pages and follow those stories, right? But here we're going to get it fed to us now every week in a two hour live format. It's going to be extremely interesting. I am I'm down for it, dude. I'm really looking forward to seeing what this is going to be like. And it really will spread out wrestling because uh wwe you know on the smackdown side that's moving to fridays around that time yep so to be on fridays on fox so you get monday, so instead wednesday, of monday Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah which is a lot better in my opinion oh heck yeah uh, dude, that's pretty sweet and the psycho sids are saying that uh, wwe is obviously well aware of aew and they would want to uh to counter their programming with on wednesdays this is not confirmed but this is what they're thinking of doing Apparently, Fox is very fond of NXT, and they would love to have NXT on like one of their Fox Sports channels. Hmm. And they're thinking if they'd ever do that, it'll be on Wednesdays at the exact same time. Ooh, as, yeah. ooh, that's which a, honestly, if I was WWE and I wanted to go against them, that's what I would do. That that would be Triple A's power move, dude, because that's that's his baby, dude. Triple right? H. I mean, Triple H. Triple I said H. Triple A. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, dude, that's quite a power move, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be interesting. It's, it's smart business-wise. I mean, if you want to actually have competition, because uh, anything in WWE that comes close to AEW, I would assume would be NXT. That's, you know, for a more hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah. NXT has always uh, been kind of almost bulletproof uh, against all of the rest of I mean, to the point where... When a wrestler gets called up now, we're almost kind of sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you know? you're always like, NXT is such a better po- uh, product. They're just going to yeah. get destroyed. What happened to EC3? Is he even doing anything right now? I haven't seen him except for chasing that 24-7. I see him, see him on Twitter every once in a while, and that's about it. Dude. Which is, yeah, which is wild. They that, that guy's just a guy. prototype WWE guy. Yeah. They just, just did that with him. Buried his ass, dude. Buried it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Speaking of burying it, man. This week's Raw reunion. <laughs> yes. That's all oh. they did except for one guy who actually put somebody over. Uh, this. You know. And, of course, and, and obviously it was Mick Foley. I mean, who else was going to do it? You right. know, Mick Foley is always, his, his career is putting other people over. Right. And he's the only one who even did it here, uh, which I was very proud of because he's obviously my all-time favorite guy. So. I love the fact that he spent his time putting over Bray Wyatt. Yeah, we're going to definitely get to that. I want to do a quick rundown of the night. 
Uh, I want to just ask you overall, uh, your thoughts on seeing some of these returning stars, because uh, we we know what this was. This was, you know, and it's Paul Heyman. He's an old school guy still, right? He's got cutting edge ideas still sometimes, but he still has this old school feel where he knows when you do a gimmick show like this, it's going to draw eyes, whether or not it's because you're in it for the story or or you're just tuning in to see who shows up and what they look like now, right? Yeah, uh, I think any of us who grew up with pro wrestling, we, I mean, obviously we want to see some of these people. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely get a kick out of seeing them. Uh, but also at the same time, as a wrestling nerd that I am, I also recognize what type of show it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what kind of show it was. Yeah. Oh, exactly. There was yeah. there was a few matches yeah. in there, and none of them were very important. One of them I actually had some hope for. I was like, oh, okay, this looks like it could be interesting, right? Um, but... Overall, it was it was exactly what you you would think. It was something to put on in the background. This wasn't something that you were glued yeah. to your TV for. Yeah, and, and to be fair to them, they did do better ratings wise this week mm-hmm. uh, for the Raw. So I guess when it comes to that, they did do what they wanted to do. They wanted to pop that rating up a little bit, and they did. Right, it's a uh, spectacle. It, it yeah. was a it was a you know a come one come all type of thing. Check it out. Um, so they open with John Cena and the Usos doing you know, hip hop lines and, and, and rap yeah. battles with each other, which meh. Um, hitting a little close to home with some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were getting, and the funny thing is, is didn't he like literally said it in the next night, his, what's his name went out and got busted with a DWI. Yeah. Um, so, but then, so this was a surprise to me. I didn't know that Rikishi was billed to show up. So I thought that was cool to see Rikishi. Yeah, I love that too. He was and one of, I've always loved Rikishi. Yeah, well, I knew Devon was going to be there. I'd heard he was going to be there, but the Rikishi sighting was very awesome, in my opinion. For me, I feel like doesn't it feel like if if Bubba is not going to be there? I mean, we know Devon's a legend, and sure, but for him to to take some sort of prominent spot in storyline or or even in in the feature of the show, it felt weird without having Bubba. Like he could have been, you know, maybe in the crowd or off to the side, sitting at commentator or something like that to say, hey. But for him to come out and and be on the sides of the revival was just kind of like, eh, didn't it didn't match for me. It didn't make it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me either. Uh, he needed Arn Anderson there. Yeah, <laughs> which wasn't going to happen. Oh man, uh, Booker T showed up to to, to, to uh, join on commentary. It's always fun to have Booker T when he's not dropping end bombs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the twenty four seven title changing thirty five times all night long? I, I already knew going in that was like I had an idea that was going to be what was going to happen, uh, so I just decided to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, there were times when it was fun. There were times where I just kind of had to roll my eyes, dude. Seriously, um, but overall, yeah, some it, of those it was... some of those people are they can't take bumps anymore. I mean, they're older, yeah. Uh, so they had to. So I was kind of intrigued by how kind of clever they were with some of those title changes. Uh, they were pretty smart about it because you know, I mean, a couple of those guys are getting up there. And there's no way they're going to they're going to take a bump. So I thought it was pretty interesting how they did that stuff. Yeah. In yeah, in their defense, what, but yeah. What do you think? Have you been watching uh have you been watching uh Maverick's Twitter? No, no. It's, I I have seen it here it's, and there about consummating the marriage. <laughs> yes. He's still doing that. <laughs> and it's amazing. Because oh, like God. it kills the days that he has not <laughs> he has not uh, made love with his supposed wife yet for Good the first Lord, time. Good lord, dude. This is amazing. <laughs> Um, what were your thought? What are your thoughts on this Cedric Alexander Drew McIntyre thing going on? The feud they're trying to build here. I I have hope for it just because 
if they were serious about building new stars, they got to start. And you know, uh, I've always liked Cedric. He's he's kind of a you know a homegrown talent for for me and down here in the south. So I have hopes for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's very talented. He's got one of the more unique finishers that he can kind of put on anybody. Uh, so I have a lot of hope for that guy. He's very talented. Um, and obviously, I really like Drew McIntyre. He's, that dude's going to be a. If, honestly, if they brought him in perfectly, like they should have, he would have been their top heel already. Yeah. So, uh, I have hopes for this. I think they can make each other look really good. I think so too. And I, I, I was thinking because you know, so far we've just had McIntyre. At first, they were trying to push him against Reigns, and then we had him like the lackey for Shane, right? So it's got it was it's kind of yeah. cool to see what they're doing here. Um, so the next thing was the the Viking Raiders against Hawkins and Ryder, and and I don't know, man. We've had a few weeks in a row of the Viking Raiders just blowing through some jobbers, and now they bring these guys in and just treat them like they're jobbers as well, right? And and feels like they never catch a break. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, woo woo woo. Yeah, yeah, Reigns. So this was one the 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 Samoa Joe Roman Reigns when when this was set up to go off. I was actually hopeful. I thought, man, this could actually be really good, right? Yeah, on paper, this sounds like a great match. But then you remember that Roman just, I mean, as much as he's got the, the people behind him again and he still has a charisma and he's got that good, that look, right, his his arsenal is so, so sparse that it literally is, is glaring when you go up against guys like Joe and and uh, anybody, really, who's got, a, a, you know, a number of moves. Like, he's only got a few things, you know? What is it? The spear, the drive-by, what else does he do? Uh the, the, the punch, Superman punch. Superman punch. And that's about it. And maybe a few clotheslines. Yeah, he's got the whole John Cena thing where he needs to add some stuff. Uh, I think it would help him go a long way. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. It's It doesn't stand out near as much if he's going against somebody else and he's just going to kind of clean, clean house with them. But if he's going to have an actual match with somebody and it's somebody like Joe or, yeah. or, or, or Finn or whoever you want to put there uh, who – has a lot of moves in their, you know, in their repertoire that mm-hmm. they can use. Uh, it's going to show, yeah, big time, and it does because it's. I don't know. It has potential when you think of the the characters and these two guys, but then when you remember, oh, only one of them is going to put a lot of a lot of stuff into it. You know what I mean? Uh, and Joe's yeah, and, great. And, think, dude. and honestly, and also just think if let's say that Roman, because I honestly do like Roman. I actually yeah. like him. Yeah, like, yeah. If you actually listen to interviews with him and stuff, that dude's very down to earth. Uh, but if he, do you think of how that crowd would pop if he just pulled out like a new move out of nowhere? That's what I'm saying. Or it doesn't even have yeah. to be crazy moves, right? Just learn some holds. Well, I mean, we could see some yeah. wrestling holds, arm bars, you know, whatever. Like you could, you know, just the wrist locks, anything. You can just put in some actual wrestling moves and holds and make it look interesting. I mean, the revival don't do anything flashy, right? It's just some gritty, hard wrestling. I mean, that's just that's what we want. Show us that. You don't have to fly. You're good. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, what if he just did like a, a I don't know, like a, a vertical suplex out of nowhere? Exactly. You know? I I would probably pop for that. No lie. <laughs> exactly. And then you can and then you can you can you can uh, you know variations of that, right? Like the the buckle bomb and things like that. Well, the suplex yeah. into the buckle and all different things. Like you can do different things, but start adding something. But just doing the same thing over and over, people are going to catch on again, and they're going to start getting annoyed and bored, and they're going to turn on him again. Uh, so he's got to yeah. start adding something yeah. right now while he has people behind him. But again, this looked like it was going to be interesting. So much so that um, 
th- this feud that has just started between this. Did you see what they announced for upcoming Raw this week? The Samoan Summit. No, what's that supposed to be? It's going to be Roman Reigns and Joe coming together uh, to try to to hash out their differences as Samoans, as out huh. of respect for being Samoans. Well, you know, famously, Joe's the only Samoan not related to any other Samoans in wrestling. Really, I did not know that. I did think I thought he was related. No, I've heard him say that numerous times. Interesting. Um, let's see. Let's move on. There was Miz TV with uh, Seth Rollins, and then uh, Heyman interrupts it, and uh, Seth Rollins ends up chasing him out of the arena. It was all right. Yeah, Miz, I, I don't even know why Miz was there. Like Miz was kind of pointless there, in my opinion. Yeah, like, he didn't even need Miz there for that because no. like, once Seth got there, Miz just uh, sat in his chair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that he was, was just, it. That's all he did. He was. He was just off to the side. It could have just been Seth coming out to cut a promo. Yeah. Uh, then we had Sami Zayn versus Rey Mysterio, one of the other uh, events of the night. Uh, and then what you hear also with this, when Sami Zayn takes on Rey Mysterio, is you start to hear what the what the undertone is. And it seems like they're building this into the storyline now for the next couple, maybe, the, the, well, definitely into SmackDown. I'm wondering how if it's going to continue on. But uh, it's this idea of the old guys coming in and taking the time away from the young guys who should be getting that TV time right now, right? This this kind of like, you're old, you don't belong here, we're the new guys. And so Zayn and Mysterio go at it. And uh, we have, well, who, who's it that comes out? It's um, the Hurricane. Hurricane Helmsley comes out. Yeah, Hurricane Helms, uh, RVD, as high as a kite. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but I'm just judging based on what I saw. Bro, his eyes were <laughs> gone. Yes. Gone. But to be fair, since it's RVD, I wouldn't have it any other way. Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter and Kurt Angle. That's right. Sergeant Slaughter still looks like he did back in the day, dude. How is that even possible? I know, I at, his chin has never changed. No. In his entire life. His chin has always been that He literally still looks the same. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then we had... I saw somebody... I saw somebody on the on Instagram posted that picture of those four when they were standing next to each other, and they were like, "This is the sitcom I need." <laughs> yes, we you need that. WWE. I would watch that. That's gonna be on the. It's gonna be like the real world. They're all gonna live together in a house uh, with the with yeah, the cameras rolling at all times. Just put it in a state where, you know, it's okay to smoke. Oh, God. Wacky weed for, for RVD's sake. No, let's put it in a state where it's not, and he just keeps getting in trouble oh, with the law. Yeah. What if he's got to be stone cold sober for it? <laughs> and he's all, like, pissy and nasty to everyone. <laughs> oh, God. I could just see it now. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Uh, this was a very disappointing spot, if you ask me, with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I don't know because it's like we already know these guys are kind of going, and I know what they were trying to do, right? They were trying to do this whole the 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 old club versus DX thing, the OGs events versus the OCs. Uh, but I don't know, I don't know. I could have seen them elsewhere. I could have seen DX come out yeah. in a different way. Hundred percent with you on this. As soon as I saw DX coming out, I knew that the uh, the club was getting buried. Yeah, it was the D- I saw them, exactly, I it. and it was DX and the Click, right? So, and that's the yeah. thing too. So. Guys, I mean, yes, it's the reunion. You can do all this stuff without interfering or burying some of the the talent, right? Or doing anything like that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm I was very you. disappointed with this whole reunion thing. I was just kind of like, oh god. I mean, I love seeing guys from back in the day, but it looks 
If you remember back when, you know, Shawn Michaels was young and Triple H was young and they were talking about the old guys and the old guys need to learn how to move on, right? Don't don't keep I mean, literally out. literally that was their main criticism of WCW. Yep. Was that was all the old guys. Yep. Yeah. And now we got Hall and Nash coming out with them. Road dog. They referenced Billy, which was kind of funny. I thought that was funny. Uh but other than that <laughs> other than that, man, it was just kinda yeah, it was it was you knew you were here to watch a show. It wasn't like anything fun was going to happen or anything intense. Uh, but what you right. what was awesome was, like you said, with Foley putting over the Bray Wyatt fiend. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that segment I loved a lot. That was, to me, that was not only uh, picture perfect to put over Wyatt's character, but that's just Mick Foley to me right yeah. there. I, I would not be shocked if news came out that he he wanted to put somebody over. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he wanted to put what, I wonder if it was the fiend immediately if he was just like we have to do this. We have to. Let's put him over even more. Uh, something tells me that I wouldn't like if that came out I would 100% believe it because that's just, you know, just the story you hear about Mick, that's kind of who he is. So, uh yeah, he, they did that beautifully. Everybody all these psycho shits pointed out how he was the pretty much the only legend who came in and actually put over young talent. Yep. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Um I do like though because it's a true. It's a true. Uh, I do like though uh, what Wyatt's doing here because we were watching those segments, right? And then we were like, "How are they going to pull this off? What, what are they going to do with them? Have them come down in red sweaters, right?" And then no, he has the fiend. So then, then our thing was, "How is this going to look when he enters the ring and stuff?" But I love how he appears. Everything just starts to kind of go yeah. out in sections. Then it's all black, and then the spotlight hits him, right? And it's insane looking, dude. Yeah, I, I I love it. And what's even better is if you follow him on Twitter, like the next day, he's almost like apologetic to the person he's he's just done that to. <laughs> yeah. So it's like his other sides come out, come back out, it's the sweater awesome. wearing side. I love that. I, I I can get enough of it. It's amazing. I think and we haven't got to SmackDown yet, but they did even better with it over there. Yep, yep. So. A moment of bliss uh, went crazy with Becky Lynch and Natalia. I mean, it's interesting, and we knew that there was going to have something where Natalia was going to be, uh, you know, going face to face with Becky. So, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to it, but it wasn't anything that made me go, "Oh my god, did you see that?" Yeah, I'm with you there too. Uh, Natalia just kind of feels like this is not a shot against her because she's very, very good, uh, but feels like a placeholder for whoever's going to be next in line. Yeah. So basically when they were writing uh when they were booking this entire evening, right? They were like, "Okay, we have to make sure we march everybody down. Uh I want Stone Cold to come out. We're going to have all the legends." But wait, 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 wait. Oh crap. What are we going to do with Braun Strowman? Eh, have him go out there throw a jobber around and come back. What was that? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> Yeah, is it just getting started again? That's that, what I was it... thinking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. is this for real? Like, I'm like, there's something going to happen. Something's going to happen, right? And no, it was literally a, a squash match. That was it. <laughs> and I really don't mind, though. I, I actually like squash matches if you do a few, but don't do a lot, Yeah, uh, you know, uh, in a one show. I mean, if you actually go back in time, and you can do this on the network, uh, some of those old shows that we love and hold dear had a lot of squash matches in them. <laughs> Because uh, you got to build people up, yeah. but he's already built up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was actually kind of like, like it's been a while since I r- literally scratched my head, and I was like, "What is happening right yeah. now?" Uh, and then we had everybody come out, right? They made sure that everyone came out. Hulk Hogan and Flair came out, uh, which was just, it was just, it's kind of weird. It's like bringing out old people and putting them on pedestals and just having everybody just kind of applaud, right? 
uh, interacting yeah. or being part of storyline or just like a, maybe if it's a, a, a celebratory like awards night or something, this makes sense. But the, again, it's just all it wasn't even about a, an anniversary and nothing. It's just a reunion. It was get people to watch. I do like Stone Cold. Always have. Always will. When his music blasts, the entire place explodes and still does. And he still looks good, dude, for his age. I mean, yeah, the dude yeah. looks insane. And he can still catch those those cans in the air, man. <laughs> I know. Is that not impressive? It that is amazing. Every, Every time. time. Right? He just calls the for fact, it. If pop. he ever drops one, it throws me off. <laughs> I lo- I did like that. I did like when he when he you know basically said you know we're all a family and that kind of a thing. I thought that was cool. Uh, the other part I really really dug and and I died laughing was uh, he'd already been swilling some of that beer, so you know it was starting to hit his head. He was he was feeling that fuzzy, right? Yeah. As soon as he has everybody in there, he sees Briscoe and he's just like Briscoe, you son of a bitch. He goes. He goes, we were out, and he starts telling this story, right, to everybody because they have a minute left. He starts telling this story. We're out in Europe one time, and he goes, we were in the middle of doing a bunch of illegal stuff. Briscoe right there in the middle of it <laughs> grabs his beer and keeps drinking. I'm like, oh, my God, he's feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the only thing, I liked the whole segment overall, uh, but the only thing, I was like, I kept waiting on something else to happen. Yeah. No, it wasn't about uh, that. But but nothing happened. Yeah. It was just, it was just him just him talking is all it was. Basically. Which is fine. I mean, I mean, it's fine, but, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, that was Reunion. It was like, meh. And then what was going to happen? For me, I was like, oh, God, what are they going to do for SmackDown? SmackDown wasn't too bad, though, for me. Um. I enjoyed SmackDown. KO, the, uh, the new Stone Cold, right? Against the new Mc, the new yeah. bad guy, McMahon. Basically, that's the big storyline going over there. And it's working, though. Uh, and it's working. And I feel like, do you, you know how we're always like, what's wrong with them? Why, what, like, why are they doing it? What's wrong with the E? And then they do these things where it starts to make sense. And you're like, oh. Because for a while, we're like, why, are, why do they keep pushing Shane? Why do they keep pushing him? What's the whole point? Because you need somebody like Owens to stand up and say that's ridiculous and take on the Stone Cold role, right? So we, we, it's not going to have any momentum or any, any kind of conviction behind it if it was only Shane being pushed for like a week. We had to have it where he was getting pushed, like where we were questioning, saying, what is going on? Yeah, and I heard some people complain that, like, you know, literally right now, if you think about it, Shane's in a feud with, like, multiple different wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, but if he, but uh, back in the day, as they say, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon was kind of doing the same thing. He wasn't just feuding with Stone Cold. Right. There's a couple other re- of the baby faces that he was against as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting, dude. Uh, Kevin Owens, I, I was, in, I enjoy, I'm enjoying what's happening with him. I really am, and he's, and there seems to be a, a, a fire to him again. So I like that. Yeah. Um, Shins- yeah. It, it's just nice to see him being used. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know? We we just put up with a month of him being neglected, pretty much. So it was nice that they're actually doing something at least. Yep. Apollo Cruz and Shinsuke Nakamura. It was it was actually an interesting, uh, you know, performance. I enjoyed the act, the match itself. Um, yeah, I do like that they're actually using Shinsuke too, mm-hmm. as well. He's another one that. This is why I'm liking SmackDown a little bit more here lately. The more that I think about it, is uh, they're taking all these people who I know are very good, and I want to see them use. And when I say use, I don't mean they all need to be going for the, the big title. Just make them a part of television and make them, you know, prominent in some way. And uh, he and Shinsuke is another one. The dude's so just oozes charisma that you you have to do something with him. Yep. 
for sure. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was glad to see him back. Um, then we had Ms. TV with Shawn Michaels, and then uh, Ziggler comes out. It should have been me. Um, I did kind of enjoy this because they're really still trying to put the heat on uh, on on Ziggler to keep pushing this Ms. Ziggler feud that's that's yeah. about to explode. Uh, but dude, Shawn Michaels, he so, did you see that that he took that super kick like a champ. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he he sold it well, dude. I was like, "Holy cow!" Yeah. Uh, I, the only thing that I'm very confused by is I feel like we just had this feud recently, mm-hmm. and it, in the end, honestly, it was very good. Then, like, it was a really good feud. They were in they were in reverse roles. Yeah. Like the than what they are now, but I thought it was a very very good feud done very well, and honestly, some of the best of Ziggler's best work in a while. I think that's what they're uh, they're going for, right? They're like, this worked. Yeah. Let's go back to it and make it work now that the roles are reversed uh, because they need something to work right now. Yeah, they're not really – and neither guy kind of has anything major going on. Right. So I kind of get that, and they're both just really talented. And honestly, they have great chemistry together. You can tell they're actually friends off camera. Yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, I'm fine with it. I've, the only part that just kind of disappoints me is we've literally just seen this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely get that. Um, Even if it's really good, I've I've just seen it. I feel like it, they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to be creative with it. You know what I mean? Because because think about back in the day. Uh, are we? Would we have been the fans that were just like, really, Flair and Steamboat again? I just seen this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so if they come back, if they give us a good second round with amazing matches, the storylines intriguing, and they're just both really into it, and and have us hook, line, and sinker, uh, I could be happy with us, uh, even though we just saw it. Oh yeah, if it gets if it keeps getting better, I'll literally get over it very easily. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next yeah. up, we had Ember Moon and Charlotte Flair. Man, this one, I'll, I'm with you, man. But the result was very surprising. Oh yeah, me. the result was surprising. Um, I just lost it. What the heck happened? How did it end? I thought Ember Moon went over, right? Yeah, she did. But wasn't didn't I thought? Never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Uh. Good for Flair, though, right? Like, good for Flair for putting her over. I would have expected the Queen to walk away with this so you can keep generating yeah. more hate for her. Uh, but she does. She puts over Ember Moon, which is cool. And it kind of gives you a glimpse into what, how they see Ember Moon. Like, there's something to this this woman that they're really going to try to push as well. Um, right. I mean, Because I, I would assume, to me, it feels like it's a big deal if you get a, a W over Charlotte. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. So you know, you know, there's they've got something in the in the in the offing for her. So it's going to be interesting. What do you think about Kofi Kingston? Um, I, for me, Kofi Kingston's push is kind of slowing. At least for me, I'm not as interested in his story right now. Is that horrible to say, or is it just that you? I always like to root for the underdog, and right now he doesn't feel like it because he's not the underdog anymore. He gets wins all the time, uh, which I do feel your champion should be built up. So I'm not against that. But he's always been billed as like a babyface champion. He's got to overcome some odds. I mean, he's a smaller guy for yeah. one, uh, you know. Uh, but it just seems here lately, like you can put. He's the. I think I mentioned this before. He's become the new John Cena. You can put all your finishers on him. He's kicking out of every single finisher. Yeah, that's um. Oh, it's so annoying anymore. I really can't. That's one of the things I really can't stand. Uh, I am interested in seeing, or I mean, having him again go against Orton. Orton always. Yes, uh, man. Any whoever he goes against, you know it's going to be a good show. And I thought this was well done to set that up. 
Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The promos are, were yeah. great. Yeah, the promos are fantastic. I felt, and they have. And if you're a wrestling nerd again, like we are, you know the past history these two have. Oh yeah. Uh, and they're really going to start using that. It seems like so. I'm all. I'm all for this one. I think this will do nothing but make uh, both guys look great. So I'm all for it. Yep. Same. Uh, then we had a uh, we we had a uh, Samoa Joe come out and go up against Kofi Kingston. Um, so I guess this is the deal, right? Where there's no there's no um, wild cards or anything anymore. It's just anybody goes to anybody, or is it just is this part of the wild card thing still? See, I don't even know. You don't even pay attention anymore, while, right? It's like oh, well, I mean, what I'm saying is like we we have that Samoa Joe being on both shows, but then also on Raw reunion, which Bischoff was on, he he was even talking to wrestlers about hey, come over to SmackDown, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was like almost like he was trying to recruit. But then why does it matter if they can just show up wherever they want? <laughs> exactly. It's weird, dude. You know, I don't a, get it. It's a very yeah. weird thing. And then how is that going to play out when you have uh, di- you know, creative directors for two sides? You know, Are they working with each other to make sure the talent going to back and forth, the stories make sense? and things, like, Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Are Bischoff and Heyman tag-teaming this? Or, or I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. If they were smart, if they were smart, they would. Be like a, you know, how Marvel films kind of do. The directors sort of talk to each other during films and stuff yeah uh when it comes to other characters to me that would be smart uh but yeah it's man but the this brand split i'm okay with it if you actually make it a brand split make it mean something we've we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. uh you know where 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 when somebody does show up from the other brand it's a big deal now it's it's not who cares Exactly. Who cares? Indeed. Uh, this next spot was awesome, though. This segment with the Finn Balor with uh, Bray Wyatt showing up and yes. apologizing for. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Loved it. It's Loved so, it. so good. Do you, what do you think, dude? Um, oh, oh, but it is cool, though, the way he does that whole let me in. Oh, my God. It's so yes. creepy, that, man. The delivery and the way he and the way his eyes go is perfect when he says that. Uh, this you can just tell that Bray Wyatt's got like a new sense of direction, uh, like just the way he's delivering his lines. The crowd's popping for him. He looks great, and he looks great. He looks like he's in the best shape I've ever seen him in. Oh, I agree. Uh, so I I am all 100 percent for this. Yeah, and and what a great first opponent, you know, Finn Balor, a guy who can really make you look fantastic, and is also can get his own stuff into it at the same time. And if the, if the Psycho Sids are right, like I think I reported last week, this might be uh, what uh, Finn Balor uses to kind of take a break for a little bit. Yeah. And storyline-wise, that, that this would be perfect. Like, what if, storyline-wise, Bray is the one who uh, puts out, you know, uh, Finn Balor for a while? I mean, that would really just build his character even more. Yeah, I think I called it on the last show, but it, uh, um, I think this should be the thing. I think when it comes to what is it, SummerSlam next that they're gonna where they're gonna face off? Um, I think he comes. He Finn comes out as Demon, who's never lost ever since he's been in the E, right? And right goes up against the Fiend and loses, and that's the thing. The Fiend actually destroys the Demon, and like you said, uh, puts him out for a little while. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but I am de- totally digging this. At first, I was iffy, man. I was totally iffy on the whole mask. I was like, "How's this going to really translate?" Man, it's been really good. I like this a lot. I'm with you in, in regards to what they're doing with Wyatt, man. It's gonna be great. Yeah, very intrigued. To me, this is the reason to watch SummerSlam. Yeah. Then we had the, the the match at the end of the night. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens basically ended up teaming up. They were supposed to fight each other, but they teamed up against Shane and Drew McIntyre. 
and uh, what's his name, um, Elias. Thoughts? Yeah, what? Yeah, whatever happened to Elias? <laughs> yeah, he's a lackey now, dude. He's a lackey. Yeah, that's all he is now. Uh, it's kind of weird. It is right. It so like a, on yeah, look like they had a lot of faith in him because I mean he was having whole segments to himself and doing just fine. Uh, now this is kind of where he's at. Right. And on Raw, we have Drew McIntyre where he's doing his thing, but on SmackDown, he's a lackey. It's weird. Yeah. I don't get it. It should it should come out at some point that maybe Drew was using, like, if you want to make Drew get over even more as a heel, then just say, hey, I, yeah, I was using uh, uh, the person with power to get more power myself. Yeah, easily. Easily. Uh, so there you go, dude. Those are, that was our week. Um, I think you and I will agree that SmackDown won this week for sure. Yeah, which is wild to say because they had nowhere near the star power. Uh, but I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I agree as well. I agree with myself as well. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Okay. And we're back. So uh, we knew Matt wasn't going to be able to join us for this week's episode. And we were like, what do you want to talk about, right? What do we want to do? Well, uh, what if we just discuss a little thing that he may be a part of, uh, and just uh, some ESW? Yeah, I I, re- I recommend. It. Well, I said, why don't we watch something from High Spots? And then you said, yeah, well, let's do the ESW. Yeah. So I said, let's watch the newest one because uh, this was the return of Daniel Garcia after his um, accident. He was part of the Buffalo Brothers, and he had had a bro- two broken legs in that accident. So this was the return match. Uh, that everybody had been looking forward to, so I was like, "Let's check it out." Right? right? You had not really seen, you'd never really watched Empire Wrestling, have you? I'm not, I'm not at all familiar with the product whatsoever. I went in completely cold. The only thing that I knew was a little <laughs> bit that you guys have told me. Okay, so these I've never seen any of it. These guys, you, you've not seen any of these guys in action. Well, it's, right. The only stuff that I've really even seen is it was uh, was it Anthony Gaines who got pounced out of the <laughs> ring. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I was really remotely familiar with, just because that thing went viral. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, other than that, and the only other person I even remotely knew, but I only know him by his actual real name, not his wrestling name, was the guy who does the show with with Matt, the podcast with Matt. Oh. <laughs> so that's the and I only knew him because uh, I've had to draw art of him before. <laughs> You're talking and about I knew he, James Sega. And I knew his tattoo. Yes, yeah. I knew his tattoo. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, but um, uh, that's the only people I remotely kind of knew. And you do you knew one of the this. commentators. And I knew one of the commentators. And I was very interested to hear how said commentator was going to sound. Maverick Matt Milan, one of That's ES, right. ESW am, old schooler. And I am proud to report that I thought the commentary was was pretty great. Honestly, I, I was never annoyed by it, which is always a positive when it comes to independent yeah. wrestling commentary. Uh, never annoyed me. I thought both guys were really good. They played, played off each other really well. Uh, they were obviously excited when they should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I thought the commentary was was great, and I'm not just saying that because uh, Matt's a, Matt's my guy. But uh, <laughs> I thought both guys were great. No, yeah, honestly, they do. So. They do do a good job. They do do. Um, <clears throat> they do do. <laughs> so uh, over. So for overall, what was your what was your impre- when you were done? What was your impression of the package of the product? Would you say you'd go to one of these live events, or, or was this one that you'd say, you know, I'll check it out on High Spots, or were you going to say, well, I'll pass? Uh, honestly, be, the one honest. thing that really—I will be honest—the one thing that really impressed me with this mm-hmm. is I went into this thinking that uh, I was just going to see some random matches because I didn't know anybody. Just yeah. be random 
matches, you know, like uh, just these two guys. And I was really excited to experience, uh, as a wrestling fan, I really love finding new people that I like. Yeah. Uh, so I was very excited for that aspect of it. Uh, also, just full disclosure, I watched probably two hours of it. I didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't have time to finish it. It's about two and a half hours long, somewhere around in there. Uh, so I watched most of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, I was really impressed by the fact that they have storylines going on. Oh yeah, and even though and even though I didn't know any, like I literally went into this completely cold. I knew none of the storylines at all. Uh, some of them hooked me already. So uh, that's the beauty on high spots. You have all the other one, all the other pay per views from before that. Yeah. Go back and watch them. The stories they all play out during this. Those all those pay per views, and they are they do have stories going along, which is awesome. Um, yeah, so that part really impressed me. I like that a lot. Uh, I didn't see anybody who I felt negative about wrestling wise. Yeah, um, like everybody seemed to be very talented. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, Empire State does have a, a group of definitely definitely have a group of talented wrestlers. Uh, there was a few of them that w- on this pay per view uh, were the first time of me seeing them. I've only been watching Empire State Wrestling re- more recently uh, within the past year, having gone to our first show. I think it was last year. Um. But so in the first match was Atticus uh, Koger against Bill Collier. So Atticus Koger comes out with that mask, that gimmick. Um, I had never seen him before, and I was actually pretty impressed with him. I like that guy a lot. Uh, Bill Collier had seen before. He's a big guy, and for a big guy, he can move. He's actually really good when you watch that in person. It's insane. Yeah, well, I was already intrigued when I guess you would call the guy manager, right? The guy came out, the preacher guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that guy a lot, too, just from a uh, – I miss – I miss the days when we had managers like that the, who came out and just cut a great promo like that. The character managers, too? Yeah. Nice. Yes, especially. Uh, uh, so I was, all, I was all about that. Who else stuck out to you? Like, were, were there specific any specific wrestlers that you were now like, oh, I've got to find more of, that, more of their stuff? Yeah, no, bear with me. I don't know names very well. Again, my first time watching it. Uh, the the big guy, Puff, was Puff. that his name? Oh, he is a no, – no, no, no pun intended, but he's huge here in Buffalo, dude. He is like – Everyone loves that guy. He's one of the and Buffalo brothers. Why. Yeah, he was in the car also when, okay. they, when they got in that wreck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but honestly, I mean, he's a humongous man. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> like, I can't put over how huge this guy is. But he, he moves very well for his size. So here's the thing. Okay, I had to look this up. Did you hear how they build him as being uh, weighing in at 69 stone? <laughs> I heard that, but I didn't understand what it meant. Bro, is he from or if you no, he's not. But if you go online and see how that equates to pounds, it's like nine hundred and something pounds. <laughs> well, okay, he's a huge man, but he's not that. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to move like if he was that. But nine hundred something pounds. I love. That. I had to look that up. I was like ninety six stone. Are you serious? Or sixty nine stone? So I had to look that up. Um, yeah, Puff is a huge dude, uh, and he moves, man. He's he's a good time. He's got charisma. People enjoy him. Um, yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, he really shines not just because of his size, but because uh, he seems to have a really good personality that you can kind of uh, yeah. play off of. Uh, so I really was intrigued by that. Uh, also, the other guy, honestly, that stood out, and it's and it's probably 100, 100% biased on my part, is since I sort of know the guy, is... Uh, What's his wrestling name? James I, Sega. I always call him one. Yes, Sega. That's it. Yeah. Uh, really, really uh, impressed by him. That's the first time I've seen him wrestle or do, or do anything in wrestling. I knew he was a wrestler. I just never seen him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it. Uh, he really impressed me. And that whole storyline they're doing with him. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like a lot. That's the one that really got me the most is that storyline. Uh, oh, yeah. he's other factions kind of taken over, sort of. Yeah, so that other faction's been attacking Anthony Gaines, and that's part of the storyline. And then, so last last time, uh, Sega and, and Vince Valor, his tag team partner, they were the champs. They came out to save Anthony and ended up, uh, Vince ended up taking a beating, and that's why it was a, a, yes. a two, two on one uh, match this it's time. It's a handicap around. match. Yeah. yeah. And so the idea with this faction, right, is that they're, they're bringing back a lot of the old school guys um which which was a big deal on the last pay-per-view because one of the old school guys that anthony Gaines brought back to help him ended up turning on him so it's it's almost like this you know the old guys are back kind of a thing the guys who used to run esw are back and they're here to show the younger guys who's in charge kind of a thing yeah i picked up on that because the one guy again i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know names well yet uh but the fact is the matter is i want to see more so you've really done a great job impressing me esw but uh the one guy when he it was obviously he came back because you thought he was going to be there to save people mm-hmm. to save you know yeah. the baby faces, but he kind of turned. Yep, uh, that I, t- I already knew. That's how I got. They did just they were smart enough to do that to where I was like, oh okay, I get what's going on. Yep, here. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Would you? So th- I, I love that storyline. Did you catch the uh, the Anthony Gaines match against Zach Wentz, Zachary Wentz? Uh, I caught bits and pieces of it. Again, I usually watch wrestling when I'm kind of working. Yeah, so. that was a good match, too. Uh, they put in some good work. I mean, Anthony's always en- yeah. enjoyable to watch, dude. He is a, a hard I was about to worker, say. Anthony's, man. Yeah, Anthony's very good. I've seen – he's one of the ones I've actually seen just because of the pounce. Yeah. I've actually looked at him before, uh, and that dude can go. So, uh, Brian, they had Brian Pillman Jr. at this event going up against a, home, a hometown one. guy, Kevin Bennett. Kevin Bennett's a bigger name around here as well. Um, and that was an entertaining match, I thought. Yeah, I'm obviously I'm well more aware of Pullman Jr. than I am of of the other guy. Yeah, you know he's got a he's actually wrestled down here in the the local promotion here, so uh, I've seen him before. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good match. I liked it. Yeah, uh, both guys have have charisma about them. That's one thing too that really stood out to me on this show is they have a lot of wrestlers that have really good charisma. Oh yeah, they really do. They, they, uh, that's why I'm saying, I mean, I feel like empire state wrestling, at least on the local end, uh, you know, for our, our Western New York area and local areas uh, and surrounding is, is probably one of the higher tiered uh, because their product is really good, man. They've got a lot of great talent. A lot of guys have, you know, put a lot of thought into their creative um, yeah. and work hard too. Like we, you'll have guys that have, yes. you know, hardworking wrestling and you got high flyers. I mean, they've got it all. It's great. And they got the comedy wrestlers, you know, they've got them all. It's, 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 uh, it's quite a package. Uh, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that there's a lot of indie promotions with the in-ring talent. The, the in-ring actual wrestling is very, very good. Uh, but it's kind of rare when a company seems to have a lot of wrestlers who can kind of stand out not only because of their actual wrestling, but just from their personas mm-hmm. and such. Uh, but I really felt, felt a couple of of people really stood out on this. They have a they have multiple uh, people with some great charisma on there, which helps you stand out even more for me. For me as a wrestling fan, for sure. Uh, the last uh, there was a last uh, a few more matches that were on the card. You probably missed uh, if you didn't watch the whole thing. RJ City came out with Gregory Iron, and they've got this. So they they they're actually uh, you know get along, but they had this weird thing where they're supposed to be feuding. So it was more of a comedy spot. There wasn't much uh, going on there. Uh, then there was Vinny Moon. He's one of the local guys here against the Blade. So. Uh, the Blade is Pepper Parks. He's part of a tag team, the Butcher and the Blade, out in Rochester. 
Uh, and he comes out here. They both come out here to ESW a lot. Um, so that was a, that match was awesome as well. Pepper Parks and, and Moon put in put in some work. Uh, but the night the match of the night was the last one of the end of the night. The da- Daniel Garcia, Daniel Red Death Garcia returns and takes on Brandon Thurston for the World Championship title. So you didn't get to see it. No, th- and that's the one I was really wanting to see too, but I just didn't get time to get to yeah, it because de- I knew the storyline going into it. Yeah, definitely check it out. There's um, the, both guys put in some hard works, uh, works, some hard work. Um, yeah, some hard works. <laughs> put it this way: there's some smacks and chops that at the end of the night, Thurston Chest looks like uh, Daniel Bryan's after he's taken Ric Flair chops all night, dude. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a hard hitting match. Was it a – I would assume the crowd popped pretty huge when that guy came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody the guy, the guy was had loving it. Yeah. And the other thing was yeah. is – so Thur- uh, Brandon Thurston's not really a heel, right? Like he's he he's, he was a popular champ and people loved him. At the end of his matches, he'd, he'd kind of give these thank yous and these kind of, uh, you know, shout outs to the crowd and, and, you know, appreciative and for all his time with us and all this stuff. Uh, but, man, when he came out, the place was booing him, and it totally felt like that old school days when when the heel like it was cool to like the heel now, right? And and you don't want to see yeah. the good guy. That's exactly what happened. It was amazing, dude. It was it was a it was. I didn't expect that. I expected maybe some cheers for him and stuff, but it's like the entire place started booing. It it just set up more. It, you know, it added more to the story. It was great. Yeah, that's one I'm definitely gonna go back and finish because I definitely want to see that match. But yeah, I just didn't get time to. But I plan to for sure. I would say go back and uh, and go back maybe four or five uh, pay per views back, and then make your way back up to this one and, and follow the, some of those storylines. Uh, and there's some Man, really good the matches in about, there, dude. That's the great thing about uh, High Spots Network. If you guys aren't on there, you should. It's very good, especially if you like indie wrestling. There's so many promotions on there that I really like and I really want to check out. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. I'm not going to have enough time. Right. Right. Because it's always, it's almost always like pay-per-views. So they're each like three yeah. hours, two and a half, three hours right. long. <laughs> yep. Cause PWX, my local one is very good and I really want to catch up with it cause I'm behind on it. Yeah. I got to get on and then that. I one. really got, I like the ESW quite a bit. Uh, I'm always going to watch $5 wrestling cause that's me. Yeah. Do you watch bar bar wrestling? That's actually fun. It's interesting to watch. I, I watched the, uh, yeah, I liked it too. Uh, they get a lot of bigger names in, yeah. for them. Well, yeah, it's Joey Ryan's thing. So he's got, he gets a lot of the yeah. bigger name indie wrestlers in. Yeah. Uh, but there's so much great wrestling on there. And there's a lot of, a few people aren't aware of it. A lot of PWGs on there and that's pro wrestling gorilla. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big one too. Uh, so if you like independent wrestling, give high spots a shot. I think you would really dig it. They got, I mean, there's so much there. Uh, you're bound to find something. And there's also, and I also found out they got a whole, I mean, a bunch, a slew of wrestling documentaries on there too that I really want to check out. So anything you, anything you possibly want as a wrestling fan, I think they'd have something for you. For sure, for sure. I think we should do this more yeah. often, dude. Yeah. We should go check. We should check out, you know, different local promotions on the high spots and then feature it on the show and and, and push people towards different ones they may have not, not have heard of before. I like it. Uh, let's get some a spotlight on all wrestling, not just the big, the big fellas. I agree. So next time we we do a focus on it, let's go to PWX. I'd like to go to your neck of the woods and see what's going on. All right, let's do it. Awesome, awesome. Anything else you have to say before we uh, we head out of here? Because I'm all done, man. I'm tapped out. I am tapping out right now as we speak. Awesome. Let's take it home, boys. Oh!